Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Unsackable World Cup preview series. I am Manuel Fade. He's Josh Deming. Josh, how is it going? It's going good. Really excited to. Uh, there's two two groups I was keeping an eye on for this World Cup, and we're about to break down one of them. So I'm really excited for this conversation. Uh, this is the Group A that we're doing today. Um, my group, I guess. Maybe you group a little bit too, Josh. I don't know how you feel yeah. about that. You have I a mean, German like, background, right? I do. So like watching the World Cups my entire life. I mean, Canada has never been in one, but my mm. background is is like basically just. I mean, obviously a little English, but basically all German. And I even got a DNA test to even prove the fact that I am very, very German. So um, I've always cheered for Germany at the World Cup um, just because, you know, why not? They're my background. So it seemed like the most logical um, pick. And also I'm big fan, like watching the Bundesliga growing up. It's always been my league. So yeah, I'm definitely, definitely a fan of Germany. But now that Canada's in it, my emotions are swaying a little bit. Hmm. I wonder if you're more German than I am then, because most of my family background is in Eastern Europe. But um that's maybe up for a test to determine down the road (laughs) i can't speak german so i have to i'm gonna have to give you give you the advantage but yeah the the old i think it's 21 and me or 23 and me or whatever whatever the one's called i I think i know which one you mean thankfully this is 2022 and you can be whatever you want to be exactly so it doesn't matter but according to the results i had like 70 percent. so there you are there we go we're good um yeah Okay, so this group E, it's actually a really interesting group, I think. Um, One of the more interesting groups. Um, And on paper, this is one that Germany and Spain should go through. But I think neither one of us would be shocked um, if one of those two giants drop out of here, right? I'm not necessarily looking at Costa Rica. Costa Rica is a team like this is a team that um, has had their World Cup surprises, but is definitely not um, the 2014 version, right? The the golden era for that team is is very much over. Um, in fact, and I remember seeing the call up. They called up some guy from an MLS academy uh, for this World Cup, Josh. So I think this is the team that everyone is hoping to get the three points from and move on quickly, right? You, you think so. Uh, you, I mean, we watched them a lot in, in CONCACAF. Yeah. They, they didn't look overly convincing. They played a very defensive way. I mean, they picked up enough points, obviously, after um, having a really strong ending to their campaign to sneak in. But, I mean, they had some good players in 2014, but I still don't mm. think I really imagined that run. That was a that was a fairy tale performance. But looking at Costa Rica's past couple performances in the games I've seen, not overly convincing, but... The Japan performance against the United States, and I haven't watched a, a ton of Japan, but they are World Cup regulars. They they definitely yeah. had their highs. They ran over the U.S. in that friendly, and it was quite a statement performance, I thought. And you have to imagine if there's going to be a bit of an upset with one of the big dogs crashing out, it has to be Japan. 
Yeah, I think so too. Japan. Um, I, I really quickly about Costa Rica. I think Kieran Navas is, remains the main guy to watch, but I, I really do want to spend some time on Japan because um, this is an interesting team and it's a team that has quite a lot of talent. Uh, Daishi Kamada stands out to me, a guy who um, is a free agent, right, at the end of this year, unless he uh, renews his contract um, with Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, his market value today has actually gone up once again. He's now valued at 30 million euros, Josh. Um, he is an incredible player. And I think he is a player that really wants to use this World Cup to sort of further uh, enhance his profile, right? Um, and he's a guy that I'm really interested watching. And I think he's a guy that can hurt both Germany and Spain. And I think both those teams will be looking at him and say, this is the guy where we need to shut down. But it's not just that easy, right? Because you have also have Ritzer Dohn, who plays for Freiburg, a really good Freiburg side, by the way, who are currently second in the Bundesliga by the time of recording. Uh, you have guys like uh, Koro Mitoma, who plays for Brighton. There's a bunch of guys at Celtic that have done quite well this year as well. This is a good team. I think it's worth noting too, man. I was just doing like the last call up um, that they had. They had eight players from the Bundesliga. There was yeah. two other recent call ups of Bundesliga players. So a lot of these guys will will have very will be very familiar with some of the German yeah. players as well. But yeah, I mean, looking at the list, I mean, Minamino's one that you always. I mean, he's just been a talented player for a long time now. But mm. I, I I want to circle uh, DJ Kamada as well. Just he's so been good. recent recently linked to Dortmund. I mean, I'm sure you maybe had a little touch touching on that, but he's done done such incredible things i think for eintracht frankfurt such a creative player um and i think this is an opportunity for a player like him who's looking for that next step this is the perfect platform to do it if you come up with a special performance against spain or germany or or honestly even costa rica it it can really help launch that potential move uh japan's always like i said been at the world cup and they always perform i don't remember like a a japanese side that really hasn't showed that they're up for the challenge uh, and and yeah, just I mean, just looking over the roster list right now, there is so much attacking flair to this team. There's a lot to like. Uh, I, and I I yeah, I'd be a little scared to take them on as well. And especially like I said, after that performance against the U.S., it was just to me, it was just a statement. It was just one way traffic the entire match, and they were by far the better team. Yeah, and he also has some experience, right? Um, Ko Itakura is one um, who is a center back, quite good for Gladbach. Um, they signed him from Manchester City. It's a player who I really like as well. Uh, Maya Yoshida is another one, 34 years old, of course, but he also plays regular in the Bundesliga. Um, so this is a team where every position, they have guys who play at the highest level. And as you said, like this is the really interesting thing, and I think we'll get to Germany eventually. But this is a team that also knows Germany so well. And we had that at the 2018 World Cup with the, with the Koreans who also had a, a ton of players in Germany or with a German past. Um Son comes to mind, right? And that really hurt Germany as well. Um, so this is, I think Japan is the team that can be the surprise in this group and potentially hurt one of the two European, big European teams. I think we can both pretty much agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm curious to see which one you might think would fall out because, I mean... Just when you think of, you know, European powerhouses, Germany and Spain both come to mind. Uh, they One was a tw- the 2010 World Cup winner, one was 2014. They haven't really rediscovered that form that obviously led them to winning the World Cup. So 
they'll both be yeah. very interesting in this group as well. And if I don't know, you've seen some pretty rough performances from both over you know the last like five ish years. They've had their ups and mm-hmm. downs. So I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they both can come because there's no doubt that both will always have talent. Um, but I guess switching on to the next one, Manil, surprise me. Tell me which one you think if they're gonna fall out, um, who it would be, and then I guess let's uh, let's go over it. No, well, I'm always um, pretty negative when it comes to tournaments with Germany because then I'd like to be so positively surprised in the end. Um, it's a really tough call. I think that both Spain and Germany have a lot of fundamental problems. Um, Spain has issues in their goalkeeper position, right? And they don't have a real number nine. Um, Germany have probably the best goalkeeper in the world still but is he fit um germany's strikers are dropping like flies at the moment we, we got the news today that lucas nemka is out for the world cup right timo, timo Werner already confirmed out of the world cup so they have problems in a number nine position as well um uh, germany squad is dropping tomorrow but what germany and spain both have um and i think germany probably even more now than spain Germany probably have the most informed player on the planet at the moment in Jamal Musiala, right? Um, who, when you look at his performance, and I know it's for last year, uh, you really wonder how Petri and Gavi came ahead in a, mo- a lot of these votes, considering how Musiala has been performing, including against both Petri and Gavi uh, at, in the Champions League, right? So I think uh, recent form will play a huge role. And I look at this. Spain side and three of their like three, four, 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 five guys in that team are with Barcelona. And Barcelona has had so many issues, um, including against the Bayern Munich side that has a lot of German players in it, right? So you wonder almost if that is going to translate across this competition. What's your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, speaking of. Musala. Jamal Musal has been absolutely incredible. He's been one of my is, favorite I, I, players. Here's a, here's a controversial question for you. Is he the best player in the world right now? Uh, he might be. I mean, he's, he's, like, he's up there. I, w- I don't know if I would go out and say the the best, but I mean, on on form, I mean, he's. I'd say he's probably top three. The way he's playing for Bayern this season has been nothing short of spectacular. And if you don't watch the Bundesliga, obviously you won't be able to enjoy it. But I mean, I know we both watch See Bayern. See in the Champions League. He's doing it there too. Yep. <laughs> he's doing, yeah, he's doing it at the highest level. And he's 19. He's such such a raw talent. He's going to just get it's better incredible. and better. And it looks like he's just, even at the age of 19, it's just like he's up for the challenge. I can't imagine yeah. what's going to be going through his mind come World Cup time. Uh, it's, and like you said, it's also worth noting, he's going to be playing with a lot of guys he's familiar with. Uh, Kimmich yeah. will obviously be behind him. He might even have Canabry and uh, Sané beside him. Like He's going to be comfortable with players that he's basically thriving with right now. And he's he's almost unplayable at times. Uh, I'm really excited to watch him. Did you when see his goal yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> he's, and he's the goals he scored too. How is I he mean, 19? How is his, how how is he 19? It's the it's the tight control that I've really really noticed this season, yeah. and I've, you've seen it in a few goals. Just the ball is just stuck to his foot. He can get it get out of tight spaces. He's got a good he's got kind of a good finish on him as well, which you know you don't always see from a, like a young attacking midfielder like that, but. Yeah, he's, sc- he's scoring goals for fun this season, but he's scoring nice goals. And I think that's worth noting. It's mm. not just tap-ins. He's making clever runs. He's got a good finish. Like he, This is an opportunity for him just to... Did, didn't, didn't the new transfer market come out? Is he at $100 million? Is that what I he's read? He's at $100 million now. 
you got to imagine if you got a big World Cup, that's gonna at nineteen take, a, take another <laughs> big, big boot. Yeah, I mean he's he's just he's just fantastic. And on the flip side of that, from from Spain, I mean I like Pedri like and Gabby. Mm. I just like you said, there's a lot of cracks to that Barcelona side, and I don't know. I think it's just because Gabby kind of came out as a, like as a 17 year old and broke into that team, and he's he's had some performances, but the consistency hasn't really been there. They both had a bit of injury troubles as well, both Gabby and Pedri. Yeah. Um, but they're both like they're both great players. They're both young players. They're going to be the next generation for Spain. Um, and I guess on top of that is, I, I look at the number nine. Like I mean, Alvaro Morata is a player who, on his day, when he's in the mm. mood, he can be a good finisher. He's got a good goal scoring record for pretty much every club he's played for. He does more than that too. I know Murata gets his his stick, but when when he's on, he is a good finisher, and he had a really hot start to the season. Uh, if he can get in that type of form, I think he'd be very important for Spain. But if he's the Murata that sometimes gets criticized, it it could be difficult to see where the goals potentially will come from from Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, the the back line. I mean, I like. I'm assuming it's gonna like I like Torres. Pau Torres is a, is a solid player. I don't know if he's at that level to compete and carry like a a Spanish back line to a deep run in the World Cup. But it yeah, I, I mean I would to answer my own question, I would say I, I think you were kind of leaning a little bit towards Germany. But I would say if one's gonna gonna bounce out, it could be Spain. I mean, there's also a really good chance both will just get their job done and both go through. Right? Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> um, I think the question marks are really interesting in both those teams and how they overlap. Um, the lack of a number nine um, and some question marks about the goalkeeper positions in, in different ways, right? Because Germany does have strong goalkeepers. The questions is, um, is the number one goalkeeper fit? And if he's not 100% fit, can Flick, has Flick, ha- does Flick have it in him to play Trapp, uh, not Trapp, uh, Testegen? Although Trapp would be a good option too. Um, in fairness. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet any $5 NBA pre-game Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of tactical yanks, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to? Because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Raycon Earbuds have three sound profiles so you can have a personalized listening experience, as well as an awareness mode where you can hear the world around you. 
Whether you're doing the most intense exercise or just sitting around, Raycon earbuds are perfect for you. Go to buyraycon.com TBPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com TBPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com TBPN. Manuel, I have, I have two quick questions for you, though, and I'm very curious to get, get your answer. Um, the match against Japan, the fir- first game starting off the World Cup for Germany, who is the starting striker? Well, that's a, I don't know. You don't know? Well, yeah, <laughs> your best guess. Or who would you like to see? You know like, what? I wonder if Germany is going... So I, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that. And I think Jama Musiala has the potential to have the same kind of World Cup that Thomas Müller had in 2010. They, I, pers- I don't know how Bayern Munich pulled this off. I always wondered how they're going to be able to replace Thomas Müller when he finally rides into the sunset. And then this kid drops into their laps and you're like, okay, yeah, that's how they're going to do it. Because <laughs> the two of them are actually quite similar. Um, there is some differences, obviously. Uh, Thomas Müller isn't as technically gifted and reads the game like nobody else. Uh, thankfully, Jamal is right there to learn from him, right? Um I think that Musiala is going to be the next Thomas Müller. And I said this very early on because it's like, it's the way that they both move on the field is very unorthodox. Um, there's a reason why they call Jamal Musiala Bambi on ice, right? He, he almost looks like he's slipping any moment. And then he just, he uses that, that the way he's walking and running to actually get past opponents. And it looks so odd. Bambi. And, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And it's like, it's really weird, but it's so effective. And Thomas Müller is is the same way, very unorthodox. So if and they're like, both if they're both going to start Manuel, because like playing for Bayern when, when they both start this year, it's it's Jamal it's, as basically the ten, and and Müller's been playing as I guess that that yeah. striker. Would you assume that Flick would do the same, and Müller could I get that? I think he might look? have to start Musiala as a as a striker. As a striker, you would do it opposite. I I, I mean the two can be flexible. Um, I almost also wonder if Flick looks at this Bayern Munich side and I love Chupumuting. I wrote a really nice long article about him last a couple weeks ago right Um, where I went in depth on his numbers and I love him but he is as great as he is because the system works for him and I wonder if Flick looks at this and says oh I have have the entire Bayern team but I don't have Chupumuting." Who can I nominate? Who can do exactly what Jubu Moting is doing, but has a German passport? And Jubu, of course, has a German passport, but he's opted to play for Cameroon. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. And that can be someone really random, as long as he does the same thing that, that Jubu does. Because in the end of the day, the only missing piece on the German national team performing as well as Bayern is performing is to just find that guy who can do play the Jubu role in a tournament. Could it be a, a Werder Bremen striker? That's, it could uh, be full it could group. Be, could be. I mean, like for me, I thought a Kai Havertz could maybe do it. Yeah. You know, um, maybe it's someone random that we don't know of yet. But I, I think that is what Flick is going for. I think he is essentially looking at this Bayern team that he knows really well. He's coached them to a treble. And he's saying... How can I replicate that? Because it works. Like Bayern Munich just won six out of six in the Champions League against some very big teams. 
And how can I surround this Bayern Munich attack that I have in my national team? How can I put this one piece in there that does exactly the same that Chupo Moting does? If you find me that player, like maybe he should have like looked into V-Scout and see which German player has that profile. That's going to be your number nine. Yeah, I mean, I I would like the idea of, of finding a... I, I, I'm not a big fan of seeing Havertz play as a striker. I know, I, th- no. I think we've talked about this. I think I don't think you mind it. I just don't like it. I'd want someone who's scoring goals and who could, like you said, kind of fit the Chupamotang. So I'd, I'd want an, like a natural number nine if it was me, but I think more than likely just looking at the availability, you could see like a Thomas Mullitz, Jamal Musala, or even a Kai Havertz, something you'd probably see a little unorthodox. Maybe Mario Goetze? Is that, is that, too, ra- is that too random? Uh, is that it before? I think... I think Götze will be on that flight, um, but he's on it for different reasons. I, funnily enough, I wrote a big piece about him too, and he leads the Bundesliga in smart passes, um, which is some a very rare skill to have. It's the sort of pass that's played inside to the box through like three or four legs and finds finds the striker and can. It's it's that it's that ability to uh, dissect. A really deep lying defensive line, um, which makes me think that's perfect against Japan, right? So, which I think why well, that's why Götze is on on the plane because he is going. He has that ability to come on late when it's like zero zero and just play that one pass that makes a difference. Um, and he's in fantastic form, right? Yes, but I'm not sure that's. I don't not sure he he's going to be uh, a number nine either. Um, a lot of crazies out there have suggested uh, Robert Glatzel from Hamburger SV. I saw that. <laughs> we were laughing about it. I mean, he's nine goals and 15 in the Bundesliga, two games. Um, he's a meter 93, and he does look a lot like Jupo Moting when he plays. It's true, but when... There will be a shocker yeah. in this announcement tomorrow. Could you, you, you told me multiple times there's always one wild card. There's always one wild card. Someone so we don't have on the list. That's as wild as it could get. And I saw that's that. That's as wild as it can get. Yeah. I love it. I, mean, I, I like the story, so because it just, you never know. You never know. You never know. You it, never it know happen. If, you never know of Germany. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting. And I, I don't know. Like, should we get into expectations then for this group? I'm thinking so. Want okay. me to lead it off or you want me, or you want to? Oh, I'm going to make it really simple. I think it's going to be Germany, Spain for one, two. Um, and then Japan um, and Costa Rica. I think I'm just going to go with the easy prediction. I think that Germany is going to make it difficult for themselves in one of the games because they always do, but they're ultimately going to get out. And uh, thankfully for Germany, Spain is probably going to do exactly the same thing. Um, but yeah, I think that Germany and Spain will emerge from this group. How about you? I don't have any, any yeah, nothing else to add. I think it's going to go the same way. Um, I think Japan will push. I think all the matches yeah. will be close with them. But at the end of the day, I just yeah, I just think this it's it's the basic prediction that we're doing. But I think it's probably the correct one. Yeah, and this is no no denying that Japan is an excellent side. I think both of us acknowledge that there is a good chance that they can get out of this group. I think we really want to underline that, right? How good this Japan team is, and how much pain they can inflict on both Germany and Spain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would like. I wouldn't be surprised if if if, if they make it on. But you, you gotta imagine. I don't know. We're we're we're, we're playing the odds, I guess. And uh, yeah. as a betting man, I would probably go for Germany and uh, 
in Spain, so that's what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not like Filippo who overthinks it and gets it wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, I also don't predict in public very often um, because I don't want to see my take on Twitter uh, retweeted. Um, I've, I've learned that the hard way, that that's not a smart thing to do. Uh, anyways, Josh, I think that wraps up, what is it again? Group E? Uh, any final thoughts on that group? Anything that you are looking forward to in this group um, before we move on? Uh, not really. Just I'm definitely looking forward to the Spain-Germany match. I yeah, think I think that's going to be interesting. That'll decide the, the group winner. Um, and yeah. in my eyes, will also probably tell me which one's a little more up for the fight for a deep run in the World Cup this year. Great. It's going to be a 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes uh, Group E. This is the Unsackable Podcast. Um, I'm Manuel Feet. He's just Deming. And we'll be back soon with another prediction. <laughs>